Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here it is, a Tuesday, October 26th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Quick programming note, coming up uh, tomorrow, Brad Marsh, who is the Flyers Executive Director of Community and Fan Development and the President of the Flyers Alumni, is going to join us for an in-depth conversation on a couple of things coming up, including the Flyers Warrior Classic, which is the Warrior programs from around uh, North America getting together for a tournament, by the way. Flyers Warriors won that last year. Uh, Brad will tell us about the development of the program, about how it's helping disabled vets, and much more on that. And also going to tell us about that Flyers alumni game, which is coming up on November 15th, the night before Rick Tockett and Paul Holmgren are enshrined in the Flyers Hall of Fame. There'll be an alumni game, a lot of big names. So we'll talk to Brad Marsh about that. We're going to have a bunch of uh, the players that are coming into town and playing in that alumni game on as well. So looking forward to that over the next couple of weeks as we await the Flyers' next game, which is coming up tomorrow night, late night hockey. A couple of late night hockeys, three of them to be exact, uh, in Edmonton tomorrow. 10 o'clock puck drop there, and then on Thursday, back-to-back games in Canada as they'll head to Vancouver to take on the Canucks, who, of course, they opened this season with, and then they'll head back to Alberta to take on Calgary on Saturday, also a 10 o'clock game. So get your sleep in early this week. Going to be some late nights, some late-night hockey, flyers after dark, and it's going to be a lot of fun as we get to see Connor McDavid on uh, on Wednesday night and Leon Dreisaitl. Then we'll see, once again, Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes on Thursday. And then we'll get a look at uh, our first look at Calgary this year and some of the players they had, including Matthew Kachuk and, of course, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Gaudreau. So looking forward to a fun week of hockey, a fun week of Flyers hockey. And before we get to our guest on this episode, just saw this going around on Twitter. Uh, Nasty Knuckles tweeted it out. Uh, the screenshot from a, a TV broadcast, and the screenshot says most, it's a graphic, most power play points in the NHL since 2011-2012. Here's the top four in ascending order. 255 points of Genny Malkin. 270 points, now number three in that time period, Alex Ovechkin. He's gotten a lot of them with power play goals. How about the sheer irony of this? Tied for second, it's actually Ovechkin and Backstrom. The guy that feeds Ovechkin has 270. Ovechkin's got 270. It's pretty insane that they both have 270 power play points. For Ovechkin, 172 power play goals and 270 points. For Nicholas Backstrom, only 47 power play goals, 270 power play points. Nuts. But number one in the NHL is actually Flyer Claude Giroux. He's got 282, so he's 12 clear of the second-place player in power play points since the 2011 and 12 season. 64 goals, 282 points. I guess that's 200 and power play assists. Also, over that same period of time, Claude Giroux only two assists back of Patrick Kane for uh, the top assist player in the league. Kane has 488. Since 2011 and 12, Giroux has 486. So does Backstrom, 482. Sidney Crosby, Blake Wheeler with 459. Uh, So Giroux at the top of some very important categories uh, when it comes to power play, which is off to a great start this year. 34.7% right now in the first four games. The opponent on Wednesday, Edmonton Oilers, 
They're clicking at 47%. Talked about that on yesterday's episode. The Flyers need to stay out of the box against the Oilers. That's for sure. All right, let's get to our guest on this episode. He uh, played his first two games on the homestand for the Philadelphia Flyers. He was in the Vancouver organization. Flyers picked him up off waivers from the Vegas Golden Knights. It is Zach McEwen who joins us on this episode. Zach, how you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. Has it been a kind of dizzying uh, couple of weeks for you with, you know, getting, you know, ending up here in Philadelphia on short order and then dealing with everything and, and trying to get settled all while being a professional hockey player? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been, uh, you know, it's been quite the whirlwind, uh, you know, just from the time of finding out that I was coming to Philly and kind of just waiting around for the visa to get settled. And, uh, you know, it was just kind of a big relief once I got down here and, uh, you know, got the first few days, first couple games under my belt. So uh, kind of settling in nicely and uh, you know, feeling good. You never played in the yeah. NHL for an American team. Uh, you were in the AHL with Utica, but you've been a guy. You're from Prince Edward Island, and you played in Vancouver. Uh, playing in the states now a little different, or I mean, it's it's early in your in your career here in the states, but you liking it so far? Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, yeah. Like you said, I was in Utica for a little bit, a uh, little bit there when I uh, first started my professional hockey career. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean it's uh, definitely different, uh, different than being in Canada. And you know, being from Canada, you. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely different. I will say that. But, uh, you know, it seems like a great city. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. I've been able to explore a little bit and, uh, you know, kind of see the city. And, uh, you know, it seems beautiful. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Let me ask you about your last year in Gatineau. Because you played in the queue. You played for Moncton for a couple of years. Then your last year in junior, you, you played in the queue for the Gatineau Olympique. And, uh, I mean, you had some huge numbers in 66 games, 31 goals, 43 assists, 74 points. Yeah, that, that's a big year for you. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, kind of, you know, kind of settled in nicely into my twenty-year-old uh, year there, and uh, you know, we had a, we had a pretty solid team, and uh, you know, a lot of good players in that team. So, um, you know, that year was was big for me. It uh, you know, it got me my contract with uh, with Vancouver, and um, you know, kind of got the ball rolling. To, you know, got the, got me on the radar for some NHL teams. So, you know, I was happy with uh, the way that turned out, and you know, kind of just kept progressing from there. As an undrafted player, do you, do you kind of carry that with you a little bit and use that as almost a chip on your shoulder? Like, you know, I, everything I get in this league, I'm going to have to earn. But as an undrafted yeah. player, I yeah. can use that as motivation. Yeah, I think you kind of have to, you know, in that, in that situation. Um, you know, nothing's going to be handed to you. Uh, you know, I've, I've always tried to keep that mentality and keep that mindset that, you know, I'm going to have to earn every inch of whatever I get. So, uh, you know, and, and, you know, that's, it's good. It keeps you honest. You know, I, I, you know, I like having the, you know, trying to prove people wrong, trying to, uh, you know, ex exceed expectations, I guess you could say is kind of, you know, something, some kind of mindset that I, I like to carry with me. As an undrafted player, I always look at it and say, you know, like first round picks, second round picks, they get this assumption that they can play in the league and you're a guy as an undrafted player that has to put them to really difficult decisions in a way. I think that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. <laughs> and it's, it's motivation. I think it's awesome, but uh, let me talk to you about playing in Vancouver uh, the last couple of years. You guys are going to be at Vancouver on this trip. You're not gonna be able to spend a whole heck of a lot of time there. Unfortunately, one of the great cities to visit, uh, but what was your experience like playing out in Vancouver and some of the talent that's there? 
Um, yeah, no, Vancouver, you know, was, has, was really good to me. Uh, you know, the people there were, were great. You know, the fans were, you know, supported me very well. And, you know, I'm very thankful for that with, you know, with the amount of love and support they showed me. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's it'll always be a special place for me because, you know, it's kind of where I got the, my start in the, in the professional hockey. And, um, you know, it's a great city. I made lots of friends on that team that, you know, I'll be, you know, lifelong friends with. So, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's just a great city, and uh, you know, it's a good organization to be part of. But you know, as everybody knows in hockey, it's uh, you know ever changing, so you got to be adaptable and uh, you know, kind of take what comes your way. Yeah, and come Thursday, yeah. uh, even though you played with a lot of those guys and you got friends there, you want to take their Halloween candy anyway, don't you? No friends on the ice. That's right. Uh, let's talk about the style of play that you bring. You're were you always a big kid? Because you're a big boy now. <laughs> uh, when I was younger playing hockey, I wasn't I wasn't the biggest, actually. I kind of I hit a uh, pretty big growth spurt uh, kind of when I was like 16, 17 years old. And then, um, you know, kind of filled out, put a lot of work into, you know, to kind of change my body and, uh, uh, you know, really work at it. So uh, it's definitely I was more of a more of a smaller I guess you could say skilled player whenever I was younger, but, uh, you know, once I kind of grew and got the size, I, you know, started to adapt that physical game. When did you know that you could make, maybe make this a career and that you were different than most kids? A lot of kids dream that they're going to get to the NHL. That's, that's the target. Uh, obviously many don't, but when did you know that this was a real opportunity for you to make this a career? Um, honestly, I don't think it was until probably my 20 year old year in Gatineau, whenever, you know, I started getting a couple different offers for NHL deals from, you know, five or six teams. And, you know, seeing that, you know, multiple teams wanted me and, you know, were willing to offer me a contract kind of, you know, gave me an even bigger boost of confidence that, you know, maybe I can do this and, and uh, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can to, <laughs> to, to do it. So, uh, yeah, I'd say right around that. One of the kind of like hockey cliches is, it, it getting to the NHL is one thing. Staying in the NHL is the hard part. You agree with that? That's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Cause somebody's always coming for your spot. Um, it kind of like tell people what, you know, the, the style of play, how would you describe your style of play? Cause you, like I mentioned, you're a big body, six, three over 200 pounds. You can skate, you can move, you got skills. We've seen that. Uh, but you know, what do you bring into Philadelphia for these fans? Because I got to tell you, Zach, knowing your game a little bit, this is exactly what the Philadelphia fans like. <laughs> if you know anything about, yeah, the no, yeah, no, I, I definitely do. You know, I know the, the style, the, uh, um, you know, the, the fans here, they love a, you know, a physical game. I think I bring, I bring that, uh, you know, I could bring the physicality. Uh, you know, I try to play with energy and, you know, try to, uh, you know, chip in, uh, offensively whenever possible, but, you know, never afraid to, I guess you could say drop them and, you know, stick up for the teammates. So, uh, you know, it's just part of the game that, you know, I realized from a younger age that not a lot of guys want to do. And, you know, I'm more than willing to do that. And, uh, you know, it's uh, definitely a big part of my game that I, that I quite enjoy. So, Zach, one of the things I've talked about here on the podcast quite a bit lately is is the kind of a, the trend in the NHL. It's a, it's a copycat league. You see teams, what what's successful – and then other teams emulate it. And you saw it with the Tampa Bay Lightning when they got swept by Columbus and they go out that offseason 
and they bring in some guys like you, big bodies, guys with character, guys that are going to protect teammates and play a role that's very, very important. And it seems like the league and, and this Metro division is going back in that direction. I imagine from your standpoint, that's good to see. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, you know, obviously you got to be able to play in today's game. It's very fast. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's always quick. And, um, you know, if you can't keep up, then, you know, there's no room. So, you know, to be able to, to have that aspect and, uh, and you know, be able to play the game and, you know, uh, you know, keep up with the speed. So it's uh, there's a whole bunch that goes into it. But for sure, it's, uh, you know, it's something that, you know, that I'm, uh, you know, happy about with, you know, where I'm at right now. Did you know any of the guys on the team prior to coming here? Any uh, past, you know, crossovers with guys in certain cities or whatever? Uh, not really, honestly. Uh, just playing against a few guys and stuff, but nothing real, you know, nothing real close with anybody. So, but uh, I, I will say that it's been a pretty quick transition with the guys in this locker room. You know, everybody's, you know, so good. We're really welcoming. I think, uh, you know, it was, a, it was an easy transition because they made it so, uh, so good for me. Yeah, I've said I said this too on the podcast that I think it's good to have, you know, new guys come in that, you know, when they get there, they got to ask where the bathroom is or, you know, where's the showers? I think there's a freshness to that. Um, I don't know why it just keeps yeah. it just keeps everybody kind of on their toes. Uh, what was that first game like for you playing at Wells Fargo? Because I, I guess you never really got in there to play as an opposition, but you know the reputation of the Philly fan. You're not oblivious to that. It's a tough place to play. Uh, the fans are demanding and passionate. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a lot of history here. So what was it like going out with that flyer sweater on for the first time? Oh, it was an uh, incredible feeling, man. The, uh, you know, you can just feel the energy from the fans in this building. And like, you know, it just I think it just gives you a, a little bit of extra jump, uh, you know, on the ice. Because, you know, you, you just feel how, how passionate they are and, you know, all the history in the building, like you said. And it's just, uh, you know, it was just awesome to be a part of it. You know, I had to shake out the jitters a little bit in the first game, but I think I settled in nicely. So, um, and then I think that uh, you know, I just think that I just think that the the burn is, is is a great place to play. You know, it's a it's an easy place, easy easy games to get up for, and uh, you know, you want to you want to give your best effort to these uh, awesome fans. Yeah, and it's gonna, it's a really tough division too. Last thing for you, Zach, and I'll let you go because I know you're getting ready to board the plane to head to Edmonton. And let's talk about that. Getting on the road for the first time with the group. You know, they open up the season with a week from basically their last preseason game to the first game of the season, and first four games all at home. Getting on the road, substantial trip here, heading out to Edmonton, Vancouver, and Calgary. Uh, that can be good for the group as well. Bring you guys together on the road. Everything kind of you know you do everything together, meals and everything. So it, how do you kind of see that? playing out over the next couple of days and what that can do for the team chemistry on and off the ice. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, um, you know, you're always together on the road. You're, you know, you're doing everything together. You're traveling everywhere together. So, you know, I think that builds, uh, you know, builds good chem and, and, you know, it's just a great way for the guys to bond and, and kind of, especially early for me, you know, coming into a new team, I think it's going to be really good to, uh, you know, to get on this road trip. Who are you really bonding with here early? Who are you rooming with? uh no roommates right now but you know all the guys Still, are great wow. you know that's nice <laughs> oh yeah nate thompson he's a he's a great guy you know he's he's really helped me out a lot you know we're, we play on the same line together uh you know all the guys are great you know scotty lot and he's been he's been really good you know everybody's just been so super welcoming claude drew has been has been awesome it's uh you know you i got i got nothing but good things to say about everybody so far so um 
you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, it just makes me that more, much more excited to be here and uh, be a part of this team. Damn. I always say last question and it's never the last question. I got to stop saying this. I got one more now. Now that you're okay. practicing with these guys up close and you're seeing, you know, the habits a little bit, it's been a short time, but is there any one flyer player that you're going, I knew he was a good player, but wow. Um, he's really kind of showing me something as I see him day to day. Uh, yeah, man, Giroux. He's, uh, you know, he's, <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I gotta go with Giroux. He's, uh, you know, he's a really skilled player. You can see that, you know, every day, you know, and he works hard too. So, uh, you know, I just, I think just when you get to see it up close and personal with guys that, you know, you've kind of known or followed throughout your life and stuff, it's, uh, you know, it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. And he's got in common with you that he played for the Gatineau Olympique as well. Yes, that's, that's for sure. Hey, Zach, uh, have a great trip, man. I really appreciate it. Safe travels. Best of luck with the uh, road trip against Edmonton, uh, your former team, Vancouver and Calgary. We appreciate the time today and we'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks a lot. Great to speak with Zach McEwen. I think the more he plays and the style of game he plays, you're going to start to really like what you see out of Zach McEwen. Uh, Good guy for sure. Good conversation there. Appreciate his time as he gets ready to head out to Edmonton for that first game of a three-game road trip. First road trip of the season for the Flyers, all late-night games to boot. And that, that does add a little bit more of difficulty to it when you're dealing with a little jet lag in the sense that you're playing games so late at night, hard to calm yourself down. Not to mention that Flyers will get done that game in Edmonton around 1 a.m. our time. Then they'll do all their post-game duties, get out of there, get to the airport by 2.15, get on a plane, head to Vancouver. Get to the rack very early in the morning in the time that they're used to being in, 6, 7 a.m. probably, and then have to play a game that night again at 10 p.m., get done at 1 a.m. They'll probably stay in Vancouver that night and fly to Calgary the next day and then head back to Alberta, take on the Calgary Flames, and get back into the Eastern time zone before returning to the Wells Fargo Center for a game against the Arizona Coyotes. All right, but that's going to put a wrap on this episode. Uh, We appreciate you checking us out. Uh, If you're a first-time listener, we appreciate it. I got a a note from a guy that said, hey, I just found you, man. I love the podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, If you could leave us a rating and review, we always appreciate that because that helps other Flyer fans and other hockey fans find this podcast as well. So we'd appreciate that. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. We'll talk to you on tomorrow's brand new Flyers Daily.